listen, this is a thing that nobody asked for, but they're going to get. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay. Hello. Hey. Welcome back. Par Lady Nation. Par Lady Nation. Thank you for being here. Back at it again. (laughs) This week brought to you by two incredibly stressed out (laughs) hosts. So, you know, I don't know what you're going to get, but forgive us. Forgive us in advance. (laughs) Forgive us in advance. Faux show. Nice. Uh, Good news is that the Cowboys are playing right now. Yeah. So we can't really, well, they're actually going to play in about 20 minutes, but they will be on while we're recording this. So the Cowboys talk should be light. Yes. Should be pretty, pretty light. I'm emphasize the should there. Yes. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, you never, never count us out to get on but the Cowboys. Don't, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that ever. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll see where we're, we're, we'll see where we're at. So as mm. always, you know what to do. You, you do. Know. The nice. You didn't even say it. <laughs> yeah, guys, you know it's coming. I, I said the politeness is coming to a close. That doesn't equal this week. But please go to Apple Podcast, rate, subscribe. But when you rate, only click the five stars. We're not accepting any other ones at this moment. Yeah. Also, be sure to rate and review. Don't yes. do just one or the other. Do do both. Like yeah, you're do us there. a solid. Yeah. Be our friend. If you know me personally and you do that, I will buy you a beer the next time I see you. And that's on God. Even if I don't know you personally, just find me and I'll buy you a beer as long as you prove to me that you did that. Yeah. Same. I mean, send us a quick pick. I'll I'll Venmo you five bucks. <laughs> Are we bribing people now? Is that allowed? Yeah. Well, this is a betting podcast. So That's true. I don't That's I don't know true. where those lines blur there. But. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we'll just jump right on into it. Do First it. up, penalty box. Ugh. I don't know why it's called a penalty box. It really should just be called like Rainy's penalty box. Oh, by the way, I'm Rainy and that's Jess and this is oh. Women Can't Parlay. <laughs> God bless. Yeah. We got to go. <laughs> Yeah, we gotta go. Good night. Signed <laughs> off. You don't want to have anything to fucking do with this this week. Shoot. Yeah. yeah I mean, it. if you don't already know, <laughs> I'm Jess. She's Rainy. This is Women Can't Parlay. I'm okay with the fucked up one. <laughs> I know. I don't mind it. Yeah, back to this penalty box situation. It's very clear that this is only for me. And maybe I'm the only idiot that tries to pronounce shit that she doesn't know. Which would make Jess smarter than me, and that's just a fact. Whatever. Don't um, say that. But there was probably more than just this, but definitely pronounced a name incorrectly last week. It is correctly pronounced Young Way Koo. He is a South Korean fucking kicker, and he is awesome. And I fucked his name up. Sorry about it, Koo. Moving on. <laughs> Two minutes for mispronunciation. Damn. Let's not add up all my shit. No. Nah. Or do. Maybe we'll have a final over-under of my Yeah, penalty. maybe we'll do that. We'll have like tally at the end of the year. Um, I kind of want to give a shout out and not a sponsor because we're not sponsored by anyone but ourselves right now. But the wine I'm drinking tonight is a nice crisp rosé. And crisp. it is. It's very nice. Um, has a nice finish. But um, I have to shout out to my girl, Heather McMahon, because she's the one who suggested it. And it's called Whispering Angel. <laughs> and that's literally how she said 
says it every time. Nice. So she's she Love started her. We're a, a fan national of hers. Sit. Yeah, exactly. So thanks, Shout Heather. Out. Thanks for feeding our midweek stressathon. Yes. Anyway, the wine. We would not get through the stressful weeks without the wine. Ugh, facts. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> moving on. Moving right along. So normally we don't talk about high school football. Yeah, not typically. Which is just when Marty, just when Marty McCoy does some shit. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Marty McCoy did break that barrier for us. So we typically don't talk about it, but there were some headlines recently, which I think these were national headlines. I mean, maybe more Texas, but Edinburgh, Texas. Bell, so Texas. if you haven't heard. There was a playoff game and a player was ejected from the game due to some penalties. And after he was announced as ejected, he decided to pretty much just lay the ref right the fuck out. Yeah. He like was on the sidelines. Yeah. And rushed the fucking field and just plowed this dude. Yeah, I'm like tackled this like 60 year old man yeah, to the ground. Like, like aggressively tackled him to the ground. Yeah. It's like, dude, bro, like I mean I am worried about him. So I actually saw that he was um suspended the rest of the 2019-2020 soccer se- like soccer yeah. season. Yeah, like this like, wasn't his first right for like the same type of situation. Like. Yeah. So in my psychoanalysis is like, okay, he obviously has an issue with I don't know, figures. Number well, one. definitely anger, number one. Two, mm, you know, like figures telling him like, like disciplinary no. issues. Yeah, disciplinary like figures saying, hey man, like uh you're thrown out, you can't do that shit. And then he's like, fuck you, yeah, I can yeah so yeah it's pretty crazy i mean very um, crazy that was not his first incident yeah he has been obviously thrown out i think probably of everything at this point yeah i doubt yeah he's 18 like he's a senior so i mean he's i don't think they'll have any issues keeping him out of anything for the rest of the year but they've also like filed the class a assault yeah he was charged with assault yeah this kid is still in jail on friday night like i don't know when he actually got out i didn't look into that but and the school district took the team out of the playoffs. Yeah, well, like, I think they knew like it was going to come down from the UIL if they didn't. Yeah. So they kind of did the whole like, oh, we'll resign situation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, their their team is out. Sucks, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I feel really bad for like, I mean, it's sad. Like it's it's, it's embarrassing for the town. It's embarrassing for the school. Yeah, for um, the team. Like I feel for them. Like I don't think people should, you know, use this as a judgment against the town or the school. I mean, for sure. like one person's actions, which I feel like is what's going to happen. You know, people are going to do that. Yeah. Um, I just, I feel really bad mostly for like those other seniors that like, I don't know who's getting recruited down there in Edinburgh, but for, for you to be a senior and like be out of the playoffs, your season's over now. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it sucks, sucks to go out that way because they ultimately had won the game Yeah, and now are kind of forced to forfeit the season, yeah. which sucks. But this student, I hope he finds the help that he clearly needs. No, me too. And, and that's it's like a sad situation of- that, that it would come to the and and not only once but it sounds like multiple times multiple offenses so well and like yeah and in the same type of situations where it's like man someone needs to reach out to him and like i don't know because that's that's a serious thing to look into like i don't know that's it does it makes me very sad for him 
So yeah, definitely crazy headline. So we just thought we would bring it up. We'll see. Uh, Texas football, baby. Yeah, we are in the state of Texas. You never know what high school football is. Definitely a large headline around here. Clear eyes, full heart. Can't lose. Moving on to college. First up, Clemson did, in fact, clinch. The They are headed to the ACC championship. It'll be a rematch with yep. Notre Dame. Yep. They play on December 19th, December 19th. which is what, next Saturday? It'd be a yeah. great game. Really, really looking forward to that. No, yeah, me too. Interested uh, in that rematch. Should be a good game. Yeah, for sure. Whoever wins will definitely clinch a college football playoff spot. I don't know. We'll see what happens. It's all it's all very interesting this year with COVID. Well, especially right because their last rematch, Sunshine wasn't the quarterback. Yeah, no, yeah, we definitely talked about that a lot. And, that was like one of they, our first episodes. Yeah, and it was still like forty-seven to forty. So like, yeah. it wasn't like they just ran away with it from Clemson just because. Absolutely. Trevor yeah, it was a really good playing. game. Yeah, so it's it's going to be a good game. Yeah, definitely. The only other thing that I saw on this is that the you know, obviously with COVID, the capacity levels that are going to be allowed at the game is only like 8% or something, which yeah. is like 5,000 people. Yeah. Uh, so ticket sales haven't been like officially announced yet, but people, I guess, who somehow have tickets are already trying to resell them uh-huh. on like StubHub. And the tickets are going like are listed. I don't want to say that they're actually selling, but they're listed for like $17,000. like, <laughs> There's some that are like $10,000, like up to $17,000. Dude, you know what's nuts though? You know, some people are that fucking college crazy out there. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. You would think the people who have that kind of money would have some connection to get a ticket, but I mean, 5,000 people, that's not a lot. And I mean, that's going to have to be split team by team, 2,500 a piece, I would think. Yeah. And Uh, also like not to be a dick, but that's not, that's not the experience I'm looking for for 17 grand. No shit. An empty ass stadium (laughs) with some. I mean, like the whole point of going to like a football game, especially like a college football game championship. You're gonna want like that student section, that like fun, like crazy hyped atmosphere to pay that much money. And again, I don't know that anybody's actually paying that much money. That's just what people have it listed as. Yeah. Um, But God only knows, there probably are some people out there who would spend that. Our boy DJ's dad, he'd probably pay for it. Hopefully he gets a ticket already. Like me somehow. too. Family discount. Yeah, or like maybe they get like a couple tickets each. Or or DJ's like charge my dad full price. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was crazy. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, that'll be an exciting game to watch next Saturday. Yeah, I agree. That's funny. All right. Next up, this one was just an interesting headline. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, Raging Cajuns. Yes, the Raging Cajuns <laughs> versus Abilite. Why can't I talk today? No, I hate that word anyway. So I'm going to put my pre-penalty box myself because I want to say Appalachian, but it's like- It's Appalachian. That. It's like, there's like a hard T sound in there, even though there's not a T in that fucking word. It's like Appalachian. It's fucking- well, We're just going to call them App State. They, yeah, App State, ladies App and gentlemen. App State. <laughs> Which that sounds like an incredible like charcuterie board situation. <laughs> like I could attend an App State. Yeah. I'm all about the apps. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we love appetizers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What the fuck is, where are we heading? I don't know. 
Anywho, they're the Mountaineers. Just FYI, both. I just they feel do like both have kind of spot on. Right, they could be more obvious mascots. Yeah, the Raging Cajuns, perfect, or the Mountaineers. Yeah, they're literally perfect. Nice. So, yeah. Anyways, yes. So Louisiana, the yep. Raging Cajuns, as we have referred to them already. Have to get some gear. They were up by five with just about two minutes to go, and on a four and two, had a decision to make. The reason they they had an interesting decision is because there were three snaps for a punt that went over the over the head of the punter. Yeah, they were like, "What the fuck should we do?" Right, and just FYI, it was apparently pretty crazily raining there. So yeah, bad weather. Offense to that deep snapper or long snapper. So sorry, God, whatever it's called. But yes, weather may have played into it. But you're right, there was a lot of um, missed snaps there. Yeah, so. So they had a decision to make and ultimately they went with taking an intentional safety, which is crazy because that (laughs) gave the opponent two free points, basically putting them within three going into two minutes left in the game. And actually App State ended up coming back and kicking a field goal at the last second, which they ended up missing the 30 yard field goal. So they actually could have tied it up and had it sent it into overtime time but thankfully for the rage and cajuns they missed I know. well oh and fortunately God. for the the mountaineers kicker he he was only one for three for the game anyway too so it was like kind of like right. what the fuck is happening here like the rage and cajuns were like listen we're understanding that we are not doing what we should be doing right now so fuck it let's just give them two points yeah no, <laughs> which I, is insane I, yeah it's and when when you watch it over and over again it's just like when you see it happen first you're like what the, what the what fuck? are you doing? And then, but it makes sense, right? And obviously it luckily worked out in their favor, but like, it wasn't just like they were right there. Like he had to run like 25 Yeah, yards. no, he had to run like uh, probably 40 yards. It was so far. Exactly. But it was definitely, um, it was a sprint or it was a truck for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it is, it was kind of a gamble too, because Luina's Luina, Luina. I mean, I wonder if there is just a day that we literally just cancel this shit and like post this episode as is. I don't today might be the day because like I can't get through one fucking sentence today. I cannot either. God. What I'm trying to say is for them to be like, well, we're five we're five points ahead. We have less than two minutes on the clock. We can go for it or we can punt it, but chances are we're gonna fuck ourselves. So let's just give them two points so we can kick to them and like stop them. And then they didn't even stop them because they got to fucking kick a field goal and then they missed it. Yeah, it was more luck than anything. So much luck. Like, raging Cajuns, man. Shit. Kind of one of those, like, did he make the right call situations, which I don't know. I mean, this is a tough one. I question whether it was the right call considering App State got down and kicked the field goal. Like, they very easily could have made a 30-yard field goal, and then everybody would be like, that was fucking dumb. Right. Goodbye job. Yeah. They definitely weren't in a position to necessarily go for it on fourth and two. So, I mean, yeah, I guess you could either punt it or you could have your quarterback. Well, that was the, yeah, that's the problem with punting, right? The guy couldn't fucking snap it. Right. No, but I'm saying like you could have your quarterback take it and punt it. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know how I feel about that call, but I guess it worked out, right? 
Yeah, it worked out. I just, yeah, to me, it's it's like handing out a fucking participation trophy, right? Like, I don't want to ever give the team points. Right. Like, yeah, give that's the other tough. Team. Yeah. So anyway, um, I guess if you have any opinions on, you on know, whether call. or not you think that was the right call, hit us yeah. up. Yeah, please. Yeah. DM us. <laughs> yeah. You know, tag it's us funny. in your post. Moving on. So Michigan, Ohio State, drama, 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 drama. Yes. Capital D drama. So Michigan State had to cancel their game last weekend with Maryland due to COVID. Right. And back then, there was some rumblings of a conspiracy theory, which ultimately now here we are. Mm -hmm. And Michigan has canceled their game with Ohio State this Saturday, which a few people are insinuating that Michigan did this on purpose because Michigan, Ohio State, big rivals, if you don't know, and... If Ohio State does not play this game, that puts them under their minimum game, game. Perc- yeah. their minimum game requirement of six games right. for the Big Ten Championship. So this would keep them out of the Big Ten Championship. This is really fueling the, the conspiracy theory flames now. Yeah. So some people are accusing Michigan of kind of doing this on purpose because Michigan obviously stood no chance. They've sucked completely this year it's been terrible year for them so but then the people who are kind of claiming these conspiracies are like getting a lot of shit and obviously the fact that michigan canceled on maryland last week it would mean that this was a very preempted attack i guess you could say they actually like did not think michigan was going to cancel i think their head coach was even on a podcast recently saying like no they're gonna play we're we're gonna play so like this as far as i know was very shock factor to them so it's all basically right now in the commissioner the commissioner of the big Ten's hands to say are you going to allow them to pick up another game are you going to find them another game to play so they can qualify or are they going to be lenient on that whole six game requirement situation yeah leaving shit up for the big 10 to decide is basically just saying like 2020 tell me something good well Exactly. I mean, based on the way that they have pretty much fumbled this whole COVID situation, I mean, everything. I I would say at the very least, the Big Ten almost owes this to Ohio State. Like, yes, kind of their fucking fault that Ohio State's in this situation to begin with. And I think there's a lot of people who are like, and and I mean, (laughs) me maybe even being one of them, I don't know that I really feel like Ohio State should be ranked as high as they are based on like how this season has gone. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with that but I will say if you're a fan of the Big Ten which I could really give a shit less to some degree like you probably should be rooting for Ohio State to like be in with COVID especially and with the way the Big Ten handled this they're definitely losing money this year obviously schools are losing money teams did not play no fans in the stands people are losing jobs you want a school from the Big Ten in the college football playoff like that's only gonna help you out if you are in the Big Ten so for people to kind of be like rooting against Ohio State who are fans of the Big Ten. I don't really understand that. I honestly don't know like where I sit on this one. I don't know that I really like care that much. 
I just don't know that Ohio State really deserves to be where they're at in the rankings based on what they've done this year. Correct. Which, I mean, at least not as high. I don't know how I just said that, but no, I I agree that they should be. I don't know that I agree with their number four ranking at this point. I agree. And like, I think that's been our whole conversation this whole season, right? Of like, I mean, rankings always, but especially rankings this season, which we have to take into consideration that this is something nobody's ever dealt with before. So I know it's different, but I don't fucking understand how they rate these teams anyway. So maybe if I had a better grasp of that, (laughs) that would help me understand this a little bit more, but Right. Well, and I think that's a, a lot of confusion surrounding Ohio State's ranking this year is because usually like the amount of games played is sort of a consideration, but it's normally not as yeah. large of a deal right. as it is this year. So I think right. obviously COVID is just throwing everyone for a loop and I think everyone's yeah. trying to figure out and here we are. So yeah. I mean, obviously Ohio State has been good. <laughs> they have done a lot in the past, in the recent past, and they have earned their spots prior. I'm not saying they're a bad team. It's just such a hard situation right now where you have all these other divisions who've played what's out of your hands way more games than they have and way more difficult opponents like who the who are they going to play even if they are more lenient on the rules and they get them a game who's it gonna be right no i know that's why i mean i'm the next game we're going to talk about is like more interesting (laughs) than this one i think but i agree with you wholeheartedly and at the same time for these athletes right? Which I feel like I always try and feel for the most is like, they're caught up in like, they're just, they're kids and they're stuck in this shitty situation, especially these seniors that are literally trying to get into the league and stuff like that. And they're getting screwed and it's, and then they're also getting caught up in the politics of, you know, big football and stuff like that. So it fucking sucks. But Obviously, the one main thing we have to bring up, we can't not talk about Kirk Herbstreit and his comments, which now we know is pretty fucking factual. I think he it came to fruition. Right, exactly. Yeah. So he said it and like, granted, we know he is a former Ohio State quarterback. So that's what I think a lot of people were like having issues with. I'm like, dude, he's a fucking ESPN broadcaster. Like he has his opinions, just like we have our opinions. Yeah. Like, I hate that they're held to this like weird standard of like, oh, you have, you need to apologize for that. And it's like, why? It's his opinion. And it wasn't yeah. even that bad. There's, exactly. I hate that. They're <laughs> also like scripted and not allowed to say yeah. what they really think. It's yeah. Bullshit. And so uninviting to watch yeah oh a hundred percent exactly so here he is and he he makes his comments literally exactly what just happened he said was going to happen and granted he said some other things but like i didn't think it was disrespectful i just thought it was like it is what it is my opinion i the way this year is shaping up i think this is going to happen it happened and he had posted his apology before like five seconds after he said it so somebody get to eat crow and like like that's what's crazy about all of this is i don't think that his take was a bad take and then now like we've said here it is actually happening the only like devil's advocate thing that i would maybe say on it is if this were true that michigan is doing this on purpose there's a factor of this would have had to have been a preempted attack because they canceled on maryland last weekend which there's that and could that be possible absolutely i don't know that that would really be a thing or you could chalk it up to well they got covid they had to cancel on maryland and then they were like, well, maybe we just cancel on Ohio State too. You know, maybe that's where it came to build up. I don't know. And you would hope that on Michigan's part, they would never do something like this. Yeah. Just in honor of the game itself. And this is a huge rivalry. And 
if they're really going to like pussy out like that, like who's going to have respect for Michigan if that's No, for sure. Which we may never know. Well, right. I mean, it's very interesting conversation that I thought was going to be like, well, literally nothing until Kirk said his thing. And then I was like, oh, it's going to be a thing. And then he apologized. I'm like, it's not going to be a thing. And then it happens. I'm like, oh shit, it's a thing again. And then now it's like, oh shit, like what is going to happen next? Yeah. Now I'm just interested. I don't really know. Yeah. So we'll we'll be waiting to hear from the Big Ten and how they plan to handle it. Yeah. I mean, they're not the only ones doing it, right? Like I think other people, or at least there's speculation that other teams have done it as well to avoid situations. Um, I mean, I think there's teams that maybe are avoiding certain things just because it's so far, they're so far gone. But this is the only example I know of where a team sitting in this position is possibly going to get screwed out of a championship situation because of it. They've got to figure that out. Like if they don't like that, this would be the only thing that would save the big 10 this year is if they figure that out. In my opinion, like I said, I think they kind of almost owe it to Ohio State right. to figure something out. And I think they will. I mean, I think, like I said earlier, Big Ten schools should, you know, want a Big Ten team right. up there in the running just as much as the Big Ten commission would. So Absolutely. I don't know why they wouldn't try to help of Ohio State, but it's tricky. Tricky, tricky. Yeah, there you go. Yes. But anyway, stay tuned. More to come, I'm sure, on this situation. Yeah, more to come. I also am like, sorry, I can't get over this Kirk Herb Street situation because like a lot of people were like on Michigan side, like shouting out some things, like calling him some names. And I think it's funny because like, it's not funny. It's just karma, right? So a lot of people are saying that he's just saying that because he's Ohio State former law and maybe that's that whole rivalry rivalry thing but i bet they hated so much after that blew up into a whole conversation last week for them to be like okay now we're actually canceling the game like that had to be a hard pill to swallow definitely so i'm loling at that because honestly it's one of those things where kind of already given my take on the whole like big 10 schools situation and how they should feel but to flip it i mean if michigan did this and they truly did it like on purpose that's a big fuck you to Ohio State. And as far as rivalries are concerned, and as far as like how shitty Michigan has played this season, like that might be on terms of like Michigan, the best move they made all season in terms of football and screwing over an opponent. That's savage as fuck. If that's real, I don't know that it is, but no. Yeah. I I, I agree that that would be savage as fuck. And like, to me, 0% respectful. Like exactly. That's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, want to like i don't want to we're speculating i yeah, mean these we are don't know what actually happened know. and i just mean no idea you want to look at it from that perspective like yeah real fucking real big fuck you to ohio state if that's what michigan did yeah I don't know if they actually did it but i don't think that i could respect it if truth came True. out but that's really what they did yeah someone's got big dick energy it's either michigan or it's <laughs> karma i don't fucking know which one <laughs> but one of them's got it. Yeah, I don't want to find out. (laughs) Me neither. We're going to. (laughs) I I can't imagine that this shit's over with, so. Uh, No, no. I mean, more to come for sure. Yeah. Anywho, moving on. 
to an actual game that happened. Yeah, this is an actual game. I kind of like we probably put this out of order, but it is what it is. I don't care because Ohio State Michigan is actually a future game. And now we're going to jump back to last Saturday on a game that was actually played. Yes. And it was BYU Coastal Carolina. I have breaking news. What? Des Bryant says he's tested positive just before kickoff. Oh, shit. How did we just get that? They've been playing, haven't they? Yes, but I just got the update. So So he's not playing? What time we're on. Holy shit. He announced that he has tested positive for COVID just 30 minutes before his much-anticipated reunion with the Dallas Cowboys on Tuesday night. Oh, shoot. You heard it last here, guys. Yeah, you heard it it way behind the actual news here. Women can't By the time this is edited and uploaded, it'll be last year's news. (laughs) We'll have much more updates to come. We'll put that in the write-up, Jess. Yeah, he surprisingly announced that he has a bubble. Tell me why they pull me from warming up so I can go get tested. Bryant posted on Twitter. I tested positive for COVID. The crazy thing is I have the same damn routine. This shit do not make sense to me. So what is he claiming that like there's some like conspiracy yeah what is with all the conspiracy theories well it's easy this year right like you know i love conspiracy theory too but yeah he said yeah i'm gonna go ahead and call it a quit for the rest of the season i can't deal with this stop you dead you just got signed motherfucker talking about don't do that also like what like i don't understand what his claim is like they're playing at fucking baltimore who's a administering the test that would be like oh by the way we're gonna like you the ravens to want him to play like that makes no sense des don't do this to us come on des we we need to call in we need we need we need further explanation of what you're talking about yeah sorry for that out yeah sorry for that breaking news excerpt we are going to dig into that as the week unfolds and as we edit this podcast we'll reach out to des and see what's going on yeah we're going to reach out to him um we're going to figure this out you're welcome What the fuck? It's so weird. Yeah. I don't understand. Anywho. Either. It makes me sad because that's so not his MO. Like Yeah. That's why I'm so confused on what he's claiming. Like I could maybe understand it if they were playing in Dallas. Right. But that's they're not, thinking. right? They're in Baltimore. Oh, they're in Baltimore. Yeah. I don't get Baltimore. it. That's kind of funny too, because it reminds me of this past Sunday. Didn't the Chiefs have something like 25 positives? And then all of a sudden it was like a computer glitch. Oh, see, that's what I'm like. Th- I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I don't want to go down the ro- this road, but I get it. I've I've said it. I said it last podcast. There's some shady fucking shit going on, and it's some Roger Goodell shit, and I know it. Well, I'm and there, it has, that, but I don't understand where Des is coming from and what he's like claiming happened. Yeah, totally. We're gonna have to dig into both of those things, yeah. but you're right. I think there's some shady shit happening, but I also want to say testing in general, like rapid testing for anything like it's been around for 20 30 years there's always a the amount that they're running and like i don't know the personnel running these tests either like it's not just like anybody can do it so that's like when this started and everyone's doing like drive-through testing i'm like what are we fucking doing like yeah. 
which technically that's just swabbing. So whatever, but anyway. Yeah. Well, and you would hope the NFL was having some legit people come in or maybe they didn't on purpose. Right. Like there's a whole Ooh. lot. There's a lot. Ooh. Hot takes. Hot takes. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of questions, a lot of whatever. I think there's some shady shit, but also like maybe they did put the Titans in their whole situation to like make a point. Like they're doing such a good job, but then just like laxed out the rest of the season. I have no idea, but I did not hear that Chiefs situation. Oh, I briefly read something about it. I didn't like go into detail. My immediate thought was just like, well, that that's Roger Goodell shit right there. But well, if he I don't is know dictating what the fuck's going our on. fucking does anyone football? really know what's going on? No. No. I'm just glad football is happening. I just don't want that to go away. Me neither. Yeah, fuck all that. Okay, we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, Yeah, we're somehow still talking about college. Yeah, we are. One more game because LOL. Go ahead. Yeah, so anywho, BYU Coastal Carolina. What a game. Go ahead and say it. Or the new coined phrase of Mormons versus mullets. Yeah, like get the (laughs) fuck out of here. That's the best thing I've heard since last week. I love it. I love it. Obviously a play on Catholics versus convicts, which is fucking hilarious. This was a great game. Both ranked, both undefeated. The game was scheduled only like days prior. I read a funny article. BYU's coach, when they were first in talks about this game possibly happening, he told his equipment team to load up and hit the road this was like on wednesday because he was like if we get the chance to play this game i'm not gonna let it be canceled due to our equipment not being there on time because they have to drive the equipment and he had to get from fucking utah to carolina so (laughs) so he just was like fuck it if it gets canceled we'll have them just turn right around and come back so like he sent them on before the game was officially scheduled um so i think that was on wednesday it was scheduled on thursday and Man, they fucking played and it was a great game. That is so fucking awesome. Isn't it though? Which is what I love, right? Like, you know, there was kind of that whole like shakeup about BYU and their whole any team, any time, any place. Yeah. So I love that they like got the chance to play this like game and they took it and both teams were like, fuck yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. And it ended up being an amazing game. These games right here is why, and again, I know we kind of like go back and forth about college rankings and like what goes into that and we don't know what the fuck we're talking about but like this right here is why i would like some of these like smaller teams and smaller divisions to have a larger presence because look at this like this was like an amazing game both unranked like i mean i'm sorry both undefeated undefeated teams and like this is probably one of the like greatest games i've watched in a while agree i root for some of these like smaller division teams that are like doing really well yes so anyway great game very close throughout ended on what could have been a game-winning touchdown for BYU, but they were stopped at the fucking one-yard line, probably half-yard line, I would say, right as time expired. If you did not watch this game, you should go back and watch the fucking highlights. Physical game. There was actually a fight. Yeah, because he threw, well, because the BYU quarterback threw an interception, and then even the announcers or the commentators were like, it was like, seriously, there's Zach Wilson, I think is his name, quarterback. He throws the interception, and he's literally standing there. There's a defensive player right behind him and you see his whole demeanor he was like damn like his body just slumped and then the dude starts running it back so the defensive player just like gets in front of Zach Wilson and starts like fucking pushing him and holding him and then like the commentators are like you gotta block someone you gotta block someone 
But then it like got really fucking aggressive. And then like the play was essentially over and all these, like I think two other defensive players came in and they were like being really aggressive against this court, like the quarterback. I'm like, what the fuck is actually happening right (laughs) now? So I understand. And it brought back like PTSD memories of the Dalton situation earlier this season that the Cowboys called for because I I don't, I see these two very different. No, they're very fucking different. But the fact that this was such a tiny situation and the crowd fucking rushed it. Yeah. Like that's what people are saying we should have done. And like, I get the two totally different situations, but it still was like, that's what should happen when people fuck with your quarterback or like whatever. Mm -hmm. So anyway, it brought it up in my mind and I was like sad about it for a second, but also kind of like, yeah, that whole defensive play definitely took an awkward turn for a moment. And I mean, I get to some degree people being like, what the fuck? But at the same time, they're playing football. I wasn't that up in arms about it. I thought the reactions were a little extreme. Whereas with the Andy Dalton shit, that would have been an appropriate reaction. So that's what I mean, where I'm like, I see these differently in that I could see it being like, what the fuck, but not, I don't think like it should have been a flag or anything like that. Like I didn't think it was that extreme. I don't know about that. I mean, I do think there was some holding and some weird situations happening. Maybe that, but no, I'm not saying they're the same thing. I'm just saying they fucking did that for that situation. And we, on a much higher level, didn't even bat an eye at somebody almost literally murdering our fucking quarterback. I most certainly batted some eyes. I was pissed. Obviously, I I did as well. One thing I want to continue to bring up about this, because I'm a mascot gal, Coastal Carolina's fucking mascot. Does does their mascot remind you of anything? Chanticleer? Oh, what was that movie called? Uh, Rock-a-doodle? Good job! I was like, rock-a-doodle! Yes, bitch. Oh my God. I never even thought about that. That's hilarious. Dude, that's the only thing I've been thinking. I was like, how did I not think of that? I used to like love that movie when I was like four. I don't know. You did. Yeah. No, I was like watching this game and I'm going, I'm almost like mad at myself that I did not think of that. Well, that's why I'm here, Jess. (laughs) I'm the other half of your brain. Yes, seriously. Where are you? Like you always bring the fun stuff. Well, yeah, you get the cool information. I bring the random shit. Nobody literally gives a shit about. Yeah, whatever. Except me. That's an amazing (laughs) reference. I want to watch that movie right fucking now. Yeah, so am I. And if you haven't, you should. I have it on VHS. Promise. Uh, Of course you do. On God, the next time I go home, I will send you a picture of it. Next time you go home, I will also be there. So you can show me. Are you really going to be there? Are we going to be able to hang out? Well, yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, uh, yeah. So the, what was crazy is after all this is said and done, that guy was actually named the Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week. (laughs) So I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Just a side note, Coastal Carolina has an excellent freshman quarterback. He plays really fucking well. Yes. And I feel like we're going to hear more about that guy in the future. Cool. Well, but moving the fuck on so we can get through college finally. Moving um, on. Anywho, mm-hmm. NFL oh. recap week 13 Browns Titans. Cool. So, you know how I was talking about eating crow earlier? Yeah. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do that <laughs> right now. <laughs> 
is the perfect segue for me to eat crow because Baker Mayfield showed the fuck up for this game, y'all. God, no shit. Do people should pay us to talk shit about them on our podcast because then they're going to like kill it the next week. Fucking seriously. I'm like, like this episode should be sponsored by Baker fucking Mayfield. Yes. Hey, progressive insurance, like (laughs) come at me because I can make those fucking commercials hilarious too. But also he is great. But I, I still, I'm not backing down from my shit. Like this is the second game this season he's had. I mean, he had four touchdowns, like Jesus Christ. He had a great yeah. fucking game. He had a and great I'm game. glad for him, right? I always root for the athlete, but I hope he continues this. And maybe he was just like in a rut for a little while. I don't fucking know. But right. he showed me that he is an NFL quarterback and I am a low, 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 low end podcaster. So well done, Baker. Appreciated the game. Thank you for finding Landry finally. And also just literally maybe finding yourself. Like, good for you. The Titans are a great motherfucking team. And I think you're right. I think maybe we need some, like, I don't know, chakra rocks or, like, what does that, what does that do? Like, I feel like we're telling the future, but, like, in opposite. Yeah, like, we're, whatever we say, like, the reverse happens. Yes. Something like, I don't know. I definitely, you know, I was not... How do I want to say this? Like, I was not counting the Browns out. Like, I thought they were a pretty solid team. You know, unfortunately, they're in the same fucking division as the Steelers. So, like, sucks for them. But if they keep it up, like, they could get a wild card spot for sure. Yeah. Agree. Similar to like the Bills, I am not mad about this. I feel good for Browns fans. I think like this is probably the best for them. They have not made the playoffs since 2002. No, I get it. Like that's just us loving sports. Like you feel elated for their fans. I wouldn't hate them, you know, continuing to have success. The Titans, I don't know what's happening to them. I mean, they kind of had a bad start and then it just like never recovered. Derrick Henry didn't have his best game. But I will say in the Titans defense, they had a rough first half and then they clearly made adjustments. Yes, they did. I was um, like but, 31 35 I mean, or something. It didn't yeah. yeah, it didn't work out. In the end, the Browns won 41-35. I think the Browns are like 9-3 and three now. So, I mean, very impressive record. Yeah, literally impressive. Excited for the Browns. Don't know what's going on with the Titans. We yeah. shall see. Okay, next up, Raiders, Jets. The Y'all. Jets. The goddamn Jets. Did you think that was about to be your which one's coming first situation? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I did. Because they had the chance, right? I mean, they all, yeah, they almost did it. They almost got a W. And they would have if it wasn't for, well, it was a lot of reasons, but the defensive coordinator got fired for a reason. (laughs) So, (laughs) what a shit show. So, just to recap, game was fairly close, but the Jets were up going into the second half. Ultimately, at the end, well, basically at the very end, 30 seconds left to go. Derek Carr throws a 46-yard touchdown, and the Raiders ended up winning it 31-28. to Crazy game. Yeah. Some people are saying the Jets did that on purpose because they want a losing record, you know, to obviously get Trevor Lawrence or whatever the first-round draft pick. I don't see how you do that on purpose. So if we're going to throw another conspiracy out there. Yeah. A lot of conspiracy really- theories this, this, t- this go-around. Uh- 
Exactly. But the Jets defensive coordinator called that blitz, like all out fucking blitz, which was a, it was a terrible choice. And that's what led them to have a quite, well, I think just fucking touchdown pass, but, and he got fired for that. So that being said, everybody was saying, which this is kind of a weird stat and don't quote me on it. So I can't be penalized for it, but this defensive coordinator that got fired was, so what were they 11 or 0 and 11 at this point? Yeah. So he was going to get fired anyway. The last gig he had was I think for the Browns and they were 0 and 16. He got fired from there before he started with the Jets. So I hate that for him because like, who knows, like he's been starting over every time. Like, you know, he like started new at the Browns and it was like, it takes a few fucking years to build a program. Mm -hmm. Right. And he did the same thing at the Jets and it takes a few years. So like he keeps getting screwed. So like, I don't know if he's a scapegoat for some shit. Yeah. Right, conspiracy theory Maybe. activated. Yeah, that's but, a tough one because I mean yeah. you're right. Like they're definitely he's definitely coming in on like I guess what you would call rebuilding years if you can even call it that. But at the same time, like defense is important and you got to start making shit happen. You some of that falls on you. I'd say I agree, and that's why I will say I love a conspiracy theory. But at the end of the day, no competitor, no true competitor does that shit on purpose. Like the Jets no. aren't playing to lose. Well, and I think, too, a lot of it was more like some of the earlier things that happened. Obviously, the Jets couldn't have done certain things on purpose in that final play. But everything leading up to it, like if you're really trying to lose that game, you don't do the things that you did and leave it up to chance at the very last second. Yeah. I don't don't buy into that conspiracy theory. No, I think think that was a bad defensive call. I think Adam Gase, as a fucking young head coach, is trying to win at least one game he doesn't want to lose out they're clearly going to get the first fucking draft pick so yeah i mean the main thing too here is like what the fuck is going on with the raiders they i mean i think they should feel relieved that they won but they should not feel good about this game not at all they do can't imagine yeah a win is a win but like this shit is getting crazy like i don't know what's going on with them yeah especially it's fucking crazy. So conspiracy inactivated on that as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not buying into that. Me, me. And I feel like if you think that, you didn't watch the game. Totally agree. Next up is Giants, Seahawks. Another question mark on what the fuck's going on with the Seahawks. Dude, don't get me started. I have two I know. Things. I know we're about to activate Rainy is what's about to happen. Please. (laughs) Just took her glasses off, people. Yeah, I did. I have two things to say about this. So you can give us the fucking lowdown. I'll give you my two things and we can move on as far as I'm concerned because I am. I don't have a lot. You go. You go. (laughs) No, the only two things I have is. Lockett got hurt. I understand that, but in, and I get, wait, sorry, I'm a psycho. And obviously we know when I say I only have two things, I don't, but (sighs) I think the, the biggest issue with this game to me and not issue, but just like takeaway is it's the giants versus the Seahawks, right? It's the NFC East versus anybody else. And everybody (laughs) expects just like a total win, I guess. I don't know. And it's a home game for the Seahawks and they've won like so many home games consecutively. But you can't just count the Giants out, right? Like they're showing up offensively and defensively. Oh yeah, no, they're definitely not. The Giants held them. So that was my two points I was going to make. They held DK Metcalf (laughs) and fucking Tyler Lockett to a combined 150 yards. Granted, Lockett got hurt pretty early. I get that. 
they're typically a one or the other type duo and neither one of them did shit. They had zero touchdowns between the two of them. Yeah. The, I mean, the Giants defense points. literally shut them down, like shut yeah, Russell like, Wilson down for sure. Oh, definitely. Like I'm pretty, don't quote me on it, but like the Seahawks typically score like, like an average of 35 points or some shit for home games. It's ridiculous. And they yeah. were held to 12 points. Yeah. They definitely should not just because they're in the NFC East. I understand it's hard to take any of us seriously, but they're doing really well. Obviously, like we said, they fucking shut Seahawks down. I thought well, maybe the down. Seahawks were going to rally back at the end to win it, but I mean, their Giants like had some big fucking plays there at the end and finished it off. The silver lining of this would be Colt McCoy. Good to see him doing well. I have Texas. he hasn't like he's just been riding the league for like how Ever? many years? Like I, I think he graduated when I graduated. Oh, which was I'm sure. 2003. Yeah, like I don't think he's played. Well, I don't know. I don't know that he hasn't. I don't know. That's probably a bad. I'm probably going to penalty box myself, but nope. I don't think he's like, hmm. I mm-hmm. bet he's probably taken some snaps, but I think yes. he, I don't think he's really played played since like 2015, 2014 in the NFL. No, he was with the Redskins or I'm so, so sorry. Sorry. He was. he was with the football team. Oh yeah. No, he, te- he technically was with the Redskins. He technically was with the Redskins, but yeah. we are no longer referring to them as that. Yeah, no, you're right. Nobody is. <laughs> it's very hard. Literally it's very every, difficult. All the write-ups now are just W W B or T B T W F T or yeah. WFT. Yeah. Watching oh, yeah. football team. T- I, no, I fucked that up. No, I want to call them WTF, which is <laughs> perfect yeah but it's wft which is a play on that which is even better i mean it's so perfect right but yeah no so you're right i mean he was with the browns 010 or whatever 10 to 12 then the 49ers for 13 redskins 14 through 19 literally barely played no that's what i mean i shouldn't say he hasn't taken snaps because he probably has but i mean it's been a while since he's been And you're right. Yeah. But it's only been, I think, because of injuries. Right. So that sucks. Good. I mean, I mean, yeah. Love him. Yes. We're fans, obviously. UT, go fucking Colt McCoy. Do your shit. I mean, if we exactly silver lining, that's the only thing I can, I can spin zone here is happy to see Colt McCoy doing good things. So yes, that's what we'll do there. We're going to move on, move on to Patriots Chargers. Yeah. Hit me. It is not often that you see a goose egg score in the NFL. No. But the Patriots won 45 nothing. That's um, fucking weird. They're on one. I mean, they've won like four of their last five games, and Cam came up big here. Again, yeah, I agree that he is inconsistent. I know we've had we've said that yes. quite often, and and I don't disagree with it. But I did kind of like the Pats going into this game. I felt like at the very least, Pats coach would be better than the Chargers coach, like because they're kind of matched up somewhat evenly or at least I thought yeah so that's kind of where I was like leaning that way I don't know I don't know that the Pats will be able to like actually make something out of this yeah season like I I, they have a lot of making up to do they can't really lose anymore if they really want to stand a chance but we'll see if they're for real I don't know. Yeah. I'm not I'm not ready to like say they are yet, but I agree. Um, we'll see about that. I don't I don't have much to say about that. Okay. The next game would be Broncos Chiefs. Oof. <laughs> the Whoa. Chiefs are just like so fucking good. So well and 
the Broncos Chiefs game was a lot closer than. Yeah, it was definitely a lot closer than I would have expected. Right. But the Chiefs have already had their loss for the year, right? So. Yeah, they they have had, they lost the Raiders of all fucking people. Fucking people who have now just like fucking. Yeah, fucking nosedive. Yeah. So I feel like, or that was my whole thought process, even watching the game. I didn't want to text you about it because I was like, I don't want to jinx it for the Chiefs. But dude, even after the game, like Pat Mahomes, Patrick, sorry. I don't know why I say that sometimes. Which can I interrupt for one sec? Speaking of you calling him Pat, I'm really fucking tired of people pronouncing his last name as Mahomes. It's not Mahomes with an L, it's Mahomes. Um, Yeah, it's Mahomes. That's why his my cleats, my yeah was Mahomes. No, I know, but it's like yeah. I've heard so many people an actual like Ew. correspondence. I feel like they pronounce it Mahomes with an L and I'm like stop, it's Ew. Mahomes. Yeah. And it's Mahomes. I think his mom needs to call people out for that too. Yeah. Well, and he he's been on one about his name, right? And I listen, this is a thing that nobody asked for but they're going to get. <laughs> so, I am a Chiefs fan. I'm a Cowboys fan first, obviously for all fucking things, but my second team is the Chiefs. I am a Patrick Mahomes fan. I literally like six months ago was talking about the Chiefs and I said P Mahomes because I shorten everything to a fucking initial if I can. And the person I was talking to called me out and was like, oh, he hates being called Pat Mahomes. I can't believe you did that. And I was like, first of all, I said P Mahomes. I didn't say Pat Mahomes. And then like this whole thing blew up on like TV and like all this Patrick Mahomes got on and was like, yeah, my name's Patrick. Like that's my birth name. That's my name. I'm not Pat. I'm Patrick. And I was like, I have never called him Pat Mahomes in my life. And then the one day I called him P Mahomes and somebody mistook that. But somebody might've been me. No, I don't. It was not. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be this like aggressive. If it <laughs> okay. you, I don't think unless you take it right here on this podcast live, then I would be this aggressive. <laughs> but anyway, I now, ever since then though, I've called him Pat Mahomes like th- thrice. Thrice. And it drives me crazy. Cause I'm like, I've never called him that. I don't want to call right. him that. I know it's not his name, but no, I, I, yeah, I've never called him that. And I didn't know people were really calling him that until his mom said something. And I was like, you go. Yes. You actually go because you birthed him. You named him. You got that shit. So I agree with you on the home thing. I'm following her lead and I want people to pronounce his name correctly. I'm really tired of people putting an L in there where it does not fucking belong. That's that's all I really have for that. Like, I'm glad they won. It was... I didn't really have much other than the infamous play that everyone's talking about, which would have technically made the score a little bit less close. There was that catch, not catch that Tyreek Hill had where... Oh, it um, was a catch. Yeah, it really was a catch, but fucking Andy Reid didn't challenge it. Nobody reviewed it. And like... Tyreek Hill didn't even know he caught it. No, he... Exactly. No. Uh, but it's crazy that they're like, yeah, we don't need any extra touchdowns. Like, we're good. Like, we'll... we'll get some more later no i know which which i love by the way because it's fucking working for them right now obviously and i'm joking but but after i I saw the play i was like no way and then we saw the replay i was like where's the challenge flag like andy's on this shit and then it didn't happen and i was like wild that's gonna count that's gonna end up counting like yeah what happened to like they review all scoring plays like right but it wasn't a score so well that's that's, true but that's another question for me though but it could have been a scoring play, so yeah. shouldn't it have been reviewed? I don't know. It didn't matter at the end of the day, thank God. But you're right. That was fucking insane. Yeah. And also, insane. side note, let's throw out that Travis Kelsey, bros, he's had three consecutive seasons of over a 1,000 yards. Yeah. Like, 
get the fuck out of here. That dude's nuts. Like, I don't know. I'm a fan for a lot impressive. Yeah. Well, the next two games were just the Monday night game. So Washington Steelers, the poll has officially ended. The Steelers got their first loss. Yes, they did. No, no more undefeated teams. And I don't hate that it was... So I'm at this point, right, where the Big Ten people should be. I'm at this point where I'm like, fuck it. NFC East wants to fuck some people up right now. Let's do this shit. Like, let's join together and fuck some people up. Not me. I'm over here still trying to calculate how the Cowboys can get in. (laughs) I know. No, I agree. And I'm totally with you. I just, at the end of the day, I'm like, the injuries that we have... I know. if, if we do, it's not even our team even fucking winning anything. So, oh, Tony. yeah. Like Alex Smith fucking like gushing blood in the middle of a fucking but, game. But don't worry. Did you hear the commentators make the, the comment that uh, they're like, don't worry. That's not his leg that he had 17 surgeries on. Yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> like, oh my God. What the fuck kind of scab did he just pick? No um, shit. I was like, what the fuck is happening out there? I know. Side note, obviously a huge fan of Alex Smith. I, I mean, to come he- back from what, I mean, that's just like. That's adversity, motherfuckers. Yeah, I like, mean, you have like, he wants it. If anything, I wouldn't hate to see Washington be- do well because of him. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, but, but it's hard we- to say that out loud. No, it is. But this year I have become a new person. I don't know if it's this podcast. I don't know if it's just COVID and I'm just like pretending like nothing is real. I don't know what <laughs> it is, but it's made me a lot less psycho competitive. <laughs> than I normally am. But the two things that I will say about that game, the WFT came to play, yeah. period. The Steelers were a little bit off, but... A lot of it. But also, the only one thing, that late game interception where Washington defensive player Bostick caught that interception, I was pissed. Why? Because he's the one who fucking laid out Andy Dalton. Oh, sorry. I, was, I, I did not put that fined. together. He was only fined $12,000 for that that's fucking bullshit. hit. If you and don't wear was, a mask, you get fined like a hundred K. So that's, that's bullshit. Saying. The Saints have been fined like 500, half a million dollars, but he does this bullshit to Andy Dalton and literally takes him out for games and like tried to murder him. He was fined $12,000. He wasn't even suspended. He had that interception. I was like, wow, that was cool. And then realized who it was. And I was- Yeah, I did not make that connection. The veins in my neck that are obviously here. Here now were present as yeah. well when that happened. Fuck that guy. So, yeah. It so, reminds me of which this will not be the first reference I make to the movie Easy A in the life <gasps> of this podcast, but Melody Bostick. Melody Bostick. <laughs> yes, I have that in my notes as well. <laughs> God, we are doing the wrong thing. But also the right thing. And if you um, don't know who Melody Bostick is, then do better. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. The only thing that I had left was the Bills one, and I was excited about that because they're my bandwagon team that I'm that I'm rolling with this year. I get it, as you should. Josh Allen proved himself once a motherfucking again. He is beast mode, doing well. So I'm excited for that. Oh no, sorry. This is obviously going to be a tangent, but I've talked about the 49ers and their coaching staff all the time because there's some luckers on there. <laughs> um, but it is, it's a little crazy that like this is the stats. There are stats without Garoppolo versus with Garoppolo. They're they're the 49ers are 22 and 8 with Garoppolo, and they're 5 and 13 without him. So Dang. it's a situation of theirs to be like, 
GTFO with Garoppolo and like find some new fresh talent in the draft pool? Or are we going to like get him healthy and like spend money somewhere else? Who knows? But their defensive coordinator, y'all, Robert Sala, if you are not familiar with this man, get familiar with him. He is... He is an incredible coach. He will be a head coach and Chris Richard, right? He was both used to be with the Seahawks. You know that that's like. No, that's my dude. That's your dude. That's my dude. What? You don't remember like me talking about Chris Richard? Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm obsessed with Chris Richard. Like. Same. That's my only thing. Yeah. Robert Sala. He's the defensive coordinator of the 49ers. He's done well. He's going to continue to do well. We will see him as a head coach. I hope so. Like Michigan legislatures are like lobbying the Lions to hire him. Nice. Like straight up. So, anyway, that's that. I feel the same way about Chris Richard. I think they'll both be in the head coaching future. Uh, hopefully, because I miss Chris Richard real bad. Same Z's. <laughs> real, real bad. Yeah, me too. Ugh. Moving out of NFL real quick, since we touched on it last week. Yes. New fight announcement since apparently we're going to also incorporate fighting into this podcast, which we said we were going to be more than just football. So that is true. And we stick to that, but it's just hard to do anything else right now while football is still going on because it is the mothership. Uh, Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul are going to have a mission fight. Yes. Um, it's in February. Buy early if you're going to watch because it's only like $25 right now. Get them specials. But after like the first million and or like a certain period of time, it's going to go up and up and up until it's ultimately like $70. Yeah. Which a lot of people I feel like are saying like they are not going to watch this fight, which I don't believe yeah, for one second. False. I think that I think a lot of people are going to watch this fight. I think it's going to like shock people how many people are going to actually watch this fight yeah i'm excited for it i will be watching it regardless of how much yeah, it costs. i'm definitely not gonna pay for it but i'll definitely catch you know the no. the highlights on youtube later we'll probably pay for it yeah well no like i just like i don't care that much but i'll definitely like be interested to know what happens but I mean, if like it, if i'm somewhere it, and it's on i'll watch come, on, out, come on down yeah to maybe i'll yeah. come to houston yeah, don't come, come. So anyway, not um, a yeah. lot on that. Just wanted to mention it. Yeah, interesting. Next is the Mansplaining Minute. Get it. This week, we are going to discuss briefly <laughs> payouts in line with what we've been doing. You know, you're kind of looking at, you know, your first initial view of sports betting. If you were to open an app or go to a sports book, like what are some of the first things that you might see that are completely confusing? And you're like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. So we've kind of covered most everything that you would see, um, at least initially before like digging further into things. But I think one of the final components would be payouts and how that works. When you look at the odds, they're confusing and you're kind of like, I don't understand what this means. Yes. So I'm going to use an example of plus 120 minus 120. Let's say, for example, the Bills 49er plus two minus two their payout odds are 
minus 120 plus 120 if you placed a hundred dollar bet so anytime you see a plus in front of the number that is good in terms of you're going to get paid more if you hit that bet your payout is going to be larger than the bet that you placed now but it also means that the odds of that bet winning are unfavorable. So it's the underdog. What'd you say? I said slimmer. Right, exactly. So the choice that's going to have a plus in front of it is going to be your underdog. Whereas the choice that's going to have a minus in front of the payout is going to be your favored bet. Let's say the 49ers were minus two when they played the Bills and the payout odd was minus 120. If you placed a $100 bet and the 49ers covered, you would profit roughly around $80. Okay. Now, if you place that bet in favor of the Bills who were plus two mm-hmm. and their payout odds were plus 120, you would actually then win $120. Yeah. So okay. to do the math, it's probably going to be easier to use some sort of betting calculator or your actual sports book app. But in terms of how to understand, understand what you're it, at. my advice would be to utilize some sort of online calculator for your payout odds. Or if you have the opportunity to utilize the sports book app, you should usually be able to review those things before you place a bet. But I just know when first looking at it, it's like, what the fuck does this mean? And that yeah. will kind of give you some mild introduction into how that works and what it exactly it stands for when you see it. Yes. Okay, next we will jump to NFL upcoming week 14. We're going to go through and see where we're at, where we're currently at with our picks, which side note, Chiefs and Saints have both locked in playoff spots, which I yes. don't think we mentioned yet. So the first game will be Patriots Rams. The line is five and a half. This is the Thursday night game. Ugh. Um, yeah, I think I'm rolling with the Patriots here. Yeah, they're on one and it's yeah. they're plus five and a half. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, I feel good about that. I mean, watch them tank next week. Watch Cam do what he does. Just kidding. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the next game would be Vikings Bucks. The line is six and a half. I'm kind of still going Vikings on that only because they just dealt with this whole COVID thing and the Bucks haven't dealt with it at all. So that's a terrible decision, but that's <laughs> yeah, I was leaning more Bucks here, but it's a tough one because the Bucks have been also somewhat inconsistent where it's like one game, they kill it. The next game, they don't kill it as much. Yeah. So it's the Vikings play well and the Bucks play yeah. not so well. It Definitely going to be the Vikings. Yeah. I'm good with that. I'm going with Vikings, yeah. Next up, Cardinals, Giants, two and a half. It's tough. It is tough. It's a slim-ass fucking spread. Yep. And especially the way the Giants have been playing lately, but the Cardinals have also been pretty good. I hate to keep going for the underdog, but... That's how I was last week. I want to hit the Giants on this one. Okay. Yeah. This one was tough for me. I picked Cardinals, but I don't hate the Giants plus two and a half either. So obviously, like we said last week, still holds true. Like we're not actually going to place these bets until like later in the week. Yeah. Um, And and if things change, like these picks could change. There's too much going on with COVID for us to not play it safe. Is now, yeah, on a Tuesday night when a game yeah. is literally happening right now. No shit. Some of these lines aren't even out yet. So yeah. Broncos, Panthers, three and a half. Mm, I might go Panthers on that one. <laughs> We're so opposite. 
I know, but I love it. I I picked Broncos here, but again, only time we're ever opposite on shit is during picks. Yeah, no shit. They're uh, due. The Broncos are due, and they've been doing well. And yeah, they have their quarterbacks back. <laughs> I hate to like broken record, but I could see it going either way. I don't. There's not just like one standout winner on a lot of these. It's all these teams are being so inconsistent. Yeah, it's tough, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that one plays out. Titans, Jags. Titans, Jags. The line is seven. I'm going Titans on this. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had Titans here too. Okay. Hopefully they get it together. Next is Cowboys, Bengals, but the line is not out yet. I would hope to lean more Cowboys on that one, but we'll have to see what the line is before we can really make a decision. Yeah, I'll just vote with my heart on that and go Cowboys, but obviously the <laughs> Bengals are showing up even after Joe Burrow. So No, for sure. We'll see how they play tonight since we still have to watch the game, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Next tough one also, Texans, Bears, the line is one. <laughs> <gasps> It's something I don't even want to talk about because I literally don't know. Yeah, I went Bears. I feel like the Texans haven't been playing great. And the Bears, although I'm not going to sit here and say they've been playing great, but I don't think they've been playing terrible. I feel like they actually have something going on offense right now. Okay, yeah, at least on offense because my um, fantasy defensive <laughs> bears speak differently. So, yeah. so I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't. That's I a mean, to- that one's a toss up for me. I could go either way, but um, I'll go with the Bears on that one. Chiefs, Dolphins, the line I'm going is Chiefs. seven. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs, Chiefs. That one. That one's not not a difficult one. No. Colts, Raiders, the line is two and a half. They're both due, I feel like, in this. Well, that's the thing is, and we did it last week with the Raiders Jets. It was like, well, we have to go with the Raiders because like, obviously, you know, we'd be stupid not to. And then they fucking didn't cover. So this is kind of the same thing where I'm like, I feel like we have to roll with the Raiders here, especially them being the underdog. But Raiders, get your shit together. I know. Well, let's go with Raiders. I'm down with Raiders. Okay. Oof. Washington 49ers. Another tough one. The line is three and a half. God, I mean, it all depends on like 49ers health, I feel like, but oof, I don't know. What do you think? I went 49ers, but again, it wasn't easy. I don't know that that's a good pick. Yeah, I don't know. And I made that pick before they played last night and might be leaning more Washington now. Yeah, I mean, Washington's on one right now. I mean, defense is really fucking good. Also, I'll go Washington on that one. Okay, I'm good with that. Next, Jets, Seahawks. The line is 13 and a half. I'm going to go Seahawks because I always fucking do. I can't not do it. Yeah, I, I actually went Jets here. Okay, cool. Um, but it's-, it's tough because, again, it's will the Jets show up? I don't fucking know. One and then, you know, especially the Jets, like they're not, they're out of contention. So it's tough. It's hard for teams to have motivation. If the Seahawks <laughs> fucking show up, I feel like the Seahawks would do a lot better against the Jets defense. There's a lot dependent on this. Yeah. Especially I feel like with this though, even with the Jets, they're getting the first draft pick, even if they win one game. Oh, so like, yeah. they're coming after somebody. Yeah. So if, I mean, they almost won last week. Like they're going to try to beat the fucking Seahawks. Will it happen? We'll see. But yeah. no. I'm going with the Seahawks on that one. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, next is Saints Eagles. Gross. I don't even want to bring it up. You know, yeah, you know they benched your boy Carson. I know they did, which 
crazy to me because I didn't really understand why they didn't do that sooner. Again, I think a lot of it has to do with money. Yeah, Um, definitely. What do you do? You just, you're going to have to write those fucking checks anyway. So you might as well try to win some games. Yeah. But we've talked about the whole Carson Wentz thing a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly surprised they didn't do it sooner. But yeah, I went with the Saints here. I always do too. I have to do it too this time. Yeah, they, they've they been pretty consistent. I don't feel that And if that Drew one. Brees rumored to be coming back, but I don't know if he actually will, but they're yeah, doing I don't well know why they're him. bringing back against the Eagles personally, but that's just me. Well, for my fantasy team, I need him to, and I don't even have him. I just, I have Kamara. Yeah. <laughs> he does much better with Drew Brees. Anyway. <laughs> Packers, Lions, the line is also seven and a half. Also betting with my heart on this one and I'm going for the Lions. I went Packers, of course. (laughs) We could not be more opposite this week. (laughs) Most weeks we have like a couple where we don't align, but ultimately they were pretty close anyway. This week couldn't be more opposite. Yeah. Falcons, Chargers, the line is two and a half. I don't know. God damn. I personally went Chargers here. I I was with my gut. I was going Chargers, but (laughs) I was convincing myself to go Falcons. So I'll go Chargers. Yeah. I could see the Chargers winning, honestly, over the Falcons. Yeah. So yeah, me too. Steelers, Bills. This is a tough one. I'm ready to watch that game. I yep. am ready to watch this game too. The line's two and a half. I ultimately went Steelers actually, like against my Bills, but No, I get it. I, I get think it. based on what happened to the Steelers last week, like they've lost their game now, girl. Yeah, Look like, out. They're like, fuck. With a, such a small spread, who knows what could happen? And obviously, right. Like I've said many times, the Bills are my bandwagon team for 2020. Yeah. But I got to go with the Steelers on this. I get it. Me too. I'm going with Steelers. The last one, Ravens, Browns. The lines are not out yet on this one either. This is the Monday game. I'll likely go Browns, but I'll obviously have to see the spread first. I think I'm going to go Ravens on that, but we'll see what the spread is and we'll go from there. Yeah, it'll depend, but anyway, that is all we have for you this week. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. Two and a half hours later. Thanks so much for joining us this week on Women Can't Parlay. We obviously appreciate you listening. Please give us your feedback on all the channels that we've mentioned a million times before. Yes. And we hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to tune in next week either. Uh, I will say the takeaway from the week is whispering angel. (laughs) Go get you a bottle. It'll serve you right. Yes. Thanks, Heather McMahon. Thank you, Heather McMahon. I'm now signing off. Goodbye. We'll see you, par ladies. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay.